Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget. Welcome to a special edition of the 49er Faithful UK show. As we mm, special. The official watch party event in Leeds. I think over 50 of the UK faithful travelled from far and wide to make it to the event. And I think it's fair to say it didn't disappoint other than the game result. I'm Gareth Ellis and I'm joined by fellow surviving event goers, Paul Hope. Hi, everyone. Lee Gowland. Hi, guys. And Najee Kua. Hello, everyone. So, Lee, would you like to kick us off and tell us a little bit about the event? Yeah, so not long after I returned from Vegas from the draft, um, I received uh, an email from Wassermans from some guys called Tom Warburton and Luke Randall. They'd been given my details from Nick Clark and the, they were told to get in touch with me um, regarding a potential watch party in the UK that uh, the 49ers were going to arrange. Um, so I roped Paul into that. Actually, I'm thinking there, I think, how did it happen, Paul? Did, did we get an email or did it come through Twitter? So it actually came through Twitter. So That's as, right. As you all know, Lee kindly, in his wisdom, turned over the Twitter account to me and it came through at about five minutes to midnight and I screenshot it, Gareth, and I sent it to Lee because I wasn't sure if it was genuine, if I'm being honest. I thought, this sounds too good That's to right. be true. See, Paul's got a better memory than I have. So um, me and Lee at midnight on this random Monday night started researching Wassermans and with a genuine company and we found the LinkedIn profiles. So it kind of went from there, didn't it, Lee? Because we then replied. It did, yeah. But we had to wait till the next day for them to get back in touch. That's right. So there was all this excitement built up with me and Paul thinking, what, what's this all about? Like like Paul said, I went straight onto LinkedIn, checked them out, make sure that they were real people um, and that they did work in the field that they said they worked in. Um, so we, we give that a good check out. Then we exchanged email addresses and that's when we set up uh, the first meeting. So the first meeting was a, a video conference, I think a week later, possibly. So the guys told us exactly what the 49ers aims were. Wassmans had only just been taken on as the marketing company in the UK. And the 49ers basically wanted to drive drive fan engagement and bring in new fans. And did we have any ideas how to do that? Um, there, there was a few ideas we, we dotted about and we kind of explained to them. You're wasting your time if you're aiming for people our age because people our age have already got a team or the vast majority of them have already got a team. So you want to be aiming at people who are new to the NFL, possibly younger generation, people who are still in their comprehensive school, that type of thing, aim for the next generation of 49er fans. And we give them some suggestions of what they could do with regards to that. So then we got on about a watch party and they said um, the 49ers were quite keen to host a watch party. And this watch party would give anybody that turned up an authentic game day feel. So it'd be the sounds pumped in from the stadium, the announcer of all, all the players that are coming out, that type of thing, and the first down chanting, um, stuff like that. There'd be food on from the stadium, which I don't believe there was actually at the box. I don't think they did that. Um, none of it was your typical stadium food anyway. Um, so the whole idea was to drive the engagement, drive new fans in. 
So I think we worked with Wasmans for about three months to, to get it arranged. I did say to them very early on, you need to give people at least eight weeks' notice that you're going to have a watch party because people have to book hotels, people have to book travel. But because it took that long to secure an event, they didn't want to tell us to go ahead and tell everybody else about it. So we had to keep it quiet, which was quite a huge source of frustration for both myself and Paul because we were allowed to say some things, but we weren't allowed to say other things. As you know, we were already going to have a watch party or a meet-up for the opening game of the season. And that's the one that the 49ers had targeted as well. So we then had to say Birmingham is not going to happen this year for the first game because there's something else that is going to take over from that for the first game. So there will be a meet-up, it just won't be in Birmingham and it's not being organised by us, but we couldn't tell anybody about it. So I think it was two weeks before the actual opening game of the season that we finally got the go-ahead to announce what was happening. Um, and that's what we did. And then obviously all the promotional stuff came out. Everybody got excited. Um, Paul did a fantastic job of promoting it via Facebook, via Twitter, via all the different uh, avenues of Let's Talk Sport, that type of thing. Um, getting everybody who who could be made aware aware of the fact. And obviously we, we all did it in the group as well. Try to get as many people in there as possible. We give as much detail as possible about what was going to happen. So we knew there was, there was going to be an alumni there, we just didn't know who. So we couldn't really pass on that information. Um, we knew there was going to be giveaways, but we didn't know what. So we couldn't pass on that information. So we were saying a lot without saying much at all, if you get what I'm saying there. So then obviously two days before the uh, the opening game of the season, unfortunately, Queen Elizabeth died. Um, and the day after, the, the 49ers made the decision that it was going to be inappropriate for them to to hold a watch party. Um, I've, I've got to say, both me and Paul disagreed with that decision. We thought it would be the perfect opportunity to get a large group of people together to pay their respects with a one, two minute silence. As you find in at a lot of sporting venues, um, events, that they were given the opportunity to stand there in silence for one, two minutes, show the respect. And I think they missed a the trick by doing that. I think yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, I agree. So obviously, it didn't go ahead. We turned the Bears game into a 49 Fair for UK meetup. It was a very good event. It was a successful event, and we got 70 people there. So that, that was pleasing. So then at the end of that, we thought, right, that's us done for this season. They're not going to come back this season. Uh, it's, it's, it's far too close to the Falcons game for them to start redoing everything and rearranging everything. But then I think it was only a week, week and a half later, um, they got in touch with us again and said, look, guys, can you can you just put out the feelers, find out who would be interested in in turning up to the Falcons game if we can come back and do the do the uh, the watch party. At the time, it wasn't if, it, it was a case of they were coming back. So the way that uh, both Paul and I had to portray that in the group, um, just in case there was a bad, um, a, a bad, um, response to that was that we were asking the question if we could convince the 49ers to come back would the falcons game be an attractable game to to go to and the reason we did that is because we wanted to protect the 49ers and wasserman's 
ever so slightly um act as like a buffer uh, because to be, to be honest i mean I, I don't mind getting the kick in that i do every now and again when things don't go right so we we kind of we we kind of acted as that buffer there we put the post up in the group it got a really good response or a, a reasonable response so the amount of people that said they were going to go on the group actually trumped the amount of people that said they were going to go on the group the first time so in my head well x amount of people said they were going to come and we got maybe 30 more people to the first event we've now got more people saying they're going to come if that then carries on and we get x percentage above that then it's going to be worthwhile doing it so then we reported back the numbers to both wassermans and the 49ers and said thanks a lot guys we're good to go um, and it's going to be the same setup as before. So that's what led all the way through to the watch party. It started off just after the draft, thinking we need to do something for the UK fan base, give them a proper a proper match game day experience. And it took three, four months of uh, organising to actually get to the event. And at the end of the day, I think it was worthwhile. Absolutely. Uh, Paul, would you like to weigh in there? Yeah, I think Lee's done a good job there. I think it's quite surreal, Gareth, when I got home on Monday and I had the day off from work. So obviously I went into full social media guy for the 49th Faithful UK and I was tweeting pictures out. And it kind of hit me that all this hard work we'd put in had come to um, you know, such a success. I've had loads of messages, Gareth, of people who were new to the 49th Faithful UK so one in particular, James Evans, just wanted to say thank you to everyone. He was nervous about coming in. He said the second he walked through the door, I gave him a man hug. Nadji was shaking his hand. Lee came over and he said he felt like an old friend had returned. And I know there's other people like Ollie Stretfield and Gary Parks had said the same to me. And I think between the four of us, well, the five of us, I'll give Gary a shout there. I think we did a good job on the night of, making sure everybody who hadn't been to one before was made to feel welcome. Um, I do think Lee's undersold his role there, Gareth. The first Zoom call with Wassermans, it will surprise people to know that I was sat there in absolute silence because I was so nervous about getting this wrong for the group and saying something wrong. And Lee was ever the professional. And it was funny, though, Lee, when they asked for our social media engagement. And I think they were yeah. quite impressed with the numbers. Um, but no, I, I enjoyed Sunday, Gareth. I mean, what did you guys think of Sunday? Did, did you enjoy yourselves? Yeah, Naji, we'll hear from you. Sure. I mean, yeah, I, I think both events were uh, definitely a success. However, I will say uh, Sunday, I, I didn't enjoy as much. I think there's a, there's a few factor factor in that that play there. The first one is obviously the game. Uh, I think that was the worst game of the season, and we were atrocious. Um, which obviously doesn't help me be in the best mood to be around people um, <laughs> to try and enjoy ourselves. Um, so, so there's that, which is probably the biggest part. The second part is that I, I'm I'm really not a guy that cares about meeting players or winning signed stuff or having Sky Sport there or Gridiron. It, I don't really care for things like that. I'm not a reaching for the star kind of guy. I just, I don't, yeah, it doesn't really take all my fancy at all, this kind of stuff. So to me, it, because of the first one, I could really experience the group and the community and really spend time with a lot of people that I'd never met before and talk football and talk Niners and 
or talk about whatever they wanted to talk at the time. I just felt like I couldn't really do that because of all these other things that were kind of in the way of, of me anyway on Sunday. Uh, I didn't speak to nearly as many people as I should have. Um, it, this, I, I tried, but I think the environment was very different and it was people were always orientating towards something that was happening, which was brilliantly done. Um, but, but it took away from what I wanted it, the meetup to be. And it wasn't really a meetup, it was a watch party. And I think uh, that's also why I, I just not enjoyed it as much. Um, there was that. And then, yeah, the you know the disco at the end, the dancing, I don't really enjoy that kind of thing. This, you know, I, I work in the music industry and uh, loud gigs I try to stay away from when I'm not working, uh, especially when I'm trying to watch the game uh, that was on after. Um, but apart from that, I, I think it was brilliant. I think for us as a as a group, as a UK faithful, uh, it was an outstanding success having coverage on you know national television and Sky Sport, and having national recognition from Gridiron and Let's Talk Sport, and having you know 49ers player, 49ers employees, people that work for fan engagement coming down and taking the time to show that we matter uh, is incredibly uh, humbling and. Uh, it, it's really nice to be, you know, feel like a fan and not just like, oh, you watch American football. What's that about? It's really long, isn't it? And it stops all the time, uh, which is what you get when you talk to other people you work with or see every day. Um, so, yeah, that, it, I think it was an outstanding success. Uh, I wish I'd enjoyed them all, but it's just not something uh, that I do enjoy usually. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, kudos to, you know, Lee and, and Paul. And you, Gareth, for uh, being there and enjoying enjoying it and making it a reality. And everybody else that's been involved, uh, the Wasserman, and especially Nick. I think Nick was absolutely incredible on Sunday. Uh, such a dude. He's so nice and clearly passionate about what you do, and Ali as well. Um, so thank you to them. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure they listen to this, but yeah, thank you for showing, you know, support to us and and proving us that we're at least on equal ground as Americans uh, when it comes to that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, it was it was really good. Shame about the game, shame about the things that I don't enjoy, but it, it wasn't just about me. So, uh, And I'm sure everybody had a great time. So uh, what am I to say? <laughs> so I was going to say I would disagree, Gareth, with Nadji, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I think no, no, me and mean... Lee, we didn't expect the coverage that Sky Sports gave us at all. I, I think Lee said in his interview with Gary that I watched earlier, we expected Sky Sports to be there for like a 30-second intro. This is the watch party. But the fact that they kept coming back and little things that happened on the day, Gareth, that I know people are listening at this pod and they're wanting to find out. Me and Andy Hodgson arrived at the box at about quarter to one because we were nervous, Gareth, of the first-come, first-served element. We were nervous of the Premier League games being on. So we wanted to make sure we got in the bar. And Luke from Wasserman's Lee, was straight over. Now, we had a 49ers hoodie on and he had a, a 49ers hat on. So straight away, I was in 49er Faithful UK promotion mode. I was like, hi, I'm Paul. He's like, I know who you are. I'm Luke from Wasserman's. And he was like explaining to me how Sky were going to do what we're going to do and where we needed to sit and where we needed to secure. And I felt quite humble that he was including me from the get-go. And you've touched upon it nicely there, Najee. Um, Nick Clark and Ali Dickin. They made us feel part of the team. It wasn't yeah. the 49ers and us. And I, I like the energy. I like the coverage. I mean, Gangrene UK have reached out to me and said the footage on Sky was amazing. How did you do it? 
I've had lots of messages from people within our group. And that's why I enjoyed it, Gareth. And maybe I'm a little bit different to Nadia. Maybe I'm shooting for the stars. I love the fact that Will Gavin had me and Lee up on the stage. And I felt he treated us with the respect that we deserved. He didn't just have us yeah. up there, Nadia, as a token gesture. Um, it kind of blew me away that he had me up first. I was always expecting Lee to go up first. But then I knew they were going to finish off with Lee's Vegas story, which is what yeah. I suppose got this party started. The fact that Lee guess, got yeah. the opportunity. Well, you and Lee both went to Vegas, but the fact that Lee announced the pick. And I also thought that Phoebe from Sky Sports was really good. Um, I don't know if you've seen the Sky footage, Nadji. So at the, when Sky started, Gareth, Phoebe was talking to me and Nadji, and she explained what was going to happen, that she had to like, pretend she was talking to us, and then the camera was going to come on, but we weren't allowed to look at the camera. And then the guy turned to me and Nadji and went, so guys, what do you think of the game? And me and Nadji were like, uh, go Niners, go Niners, we thought we'd not let her talk to you. So I did think Phoebe was rather engaging. Um, she posed for selfies. And Joe Nedney gave me a moment, Gareth, that I'll never forget. So he was brought over to me by somebody and I was introduced to Joe as one of the admin members. He wanted me to introduce you guys. I couldn't find you anywhere. He mm -hmm. got a photo with the flag. He then also got a photo with me and him on his phone with the flag. And he was asking for my permission if you could take my photo. And I was like, you're Joe Nedney. <laughs> you want my photo on your phone, mate. You can have it. But uh, I do understand where you're coming from, Nadji. I think a few people have said that there was a marked difference between a 49er faithful meetup and the watch yeah. party. Yeah, I think it's in the name, isn't it? Meetup and watch party are two very different things. I just, I think it was more a case of expectation and uh, especially the the meter being so close and i'd been my first one i was kind of expecting the same but better but it was totally different um i mean i, I had fun it was a good night i'm not saying it was i didn't enjoy it and i would never do it again don't get me wrong i, I will absolutely go again um and it was a great night i just uh yes yeah, so a couple of little things that are so cheesy to me that i just kind of roll my eyes to and don't enjoy particularly like that bit with Phoebe. I was just like, what are you talking about? And then the camera is in our face. And I'm like, All right, okay, <laughs> cool. Um, so you're just using us as, as props. I'm not a big fan of that. Um, but yeah, it's, it, you know, yeah, it's, it's their own. And they, they've got a work to do and, and things to make it look better. But, you know, uh, as I say, I work in the music industry, so I'm not, I'm not averse to that kind of thing. It happens all the time. And I see, I've been behind the curtain, so I know it works and it kind of, it made me a little bit cynical about all that, I guess, over the years. Uh, so it, it might show a little bit, but yeah. I did think the group handled the Sky Sports coverage quite well because we were yeah, in a yeah. bar. Mm. I was, I decided not to drink, um, but I know there was lots of people drinking. The giveaways for me, I was over the moon that Keitha won the first yeah. prize. Bear in mind, he got on that bus at 4am on Sunday Absolutely. morning from Brighton yeah, yeah. to come. Um, and like Lee said, I think it, that was just a kind of a nod of appreciation from the 49ers, the fact that they brought four signed footballs, they brought a Vapor Limited Kittle jersey to give away, the swag that we all got. I was expecting, like Gareth said, a pin badge and a T-shirt possibly, or a, a pin badge and a rally towel. But uh, for those people that didn't come, unfortunately, you did miss out on some decent items. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I think Nachi, I think Nachi's right, you know. I think the meetup for the Bears game 
it, it felt it, it was definitely more of a 49 for UK meetup. And, and we did what we normally do, which is pretty much socialise the whole time. Yeah. Whereas the watch party was slightly different. Obviously, we had all the Leeds fans in there as well. Yeah, it, it was very full. It was noisy. It was difficult to hear people, so it was difficult to talk. Um, and when when you did eventually have a chance to talk, then something else was happening, which kind of took your attention away from talking to the rest of the members to actually watching yeah. that event. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't your typical meetup, without a shadow of a doubt. It, it was different, but I wouldn't have changed it for the world because of the exposure that the, the UK fan base is getting from that. I thought so that different. was absolutely excellent. Now, what I am going to do, and um, th- th- this will go back, uh, this will come back on my background, what I do for a living. Um, I, I'm going to run a lesson learned in the group to find out what people thought went well and why it went well and what didn't go well and why they thought it didn't go well so that we can look at the next one and we, we can mould it into something that's better. Yeah. Um, for instance, uh, the, the first thing that springs to mind with me is the fact we were there so early was because we were all panicking that we weren't yeah. going to yeah. get in. Yeah. yeah. That's so that, that for me. Exactly. That can't happen. That, that can't happen in the future. What they need to do is have a ticketed event so that you can definitely get in. You're guaranteed to get in. Yeah. Uh, because something that came out at the end of the night, there was a couple of different bar owners who actually turned up just to see the event and see how many people turned up. And um, one of them collared us on the way out. Dad had been speaking to the twins. The twins had pointed me out to, uh, to this girl um, who runs the, uh, the Brotherhood at Leeds. And um, okay. she was very, very keen to have us there next time. Yeah. And she said she would beat anything. Um, so obviously that, that was good because we're now getting people who actually want to bring us in rather than yeah. me going out trying to do all the groundwork to actually find a find a venue. So I've got a contact number and I'll be giving Emma a ring and, and finding out uh, what's on offer, what we can do for a 49 affair for UK meetup um, and seeing how that benefits both the group and the UK fan base as well. And not only that, the day after, um, I think it was Chris Wayne, he was wandering about Leeds before he, he headed off home, and he ended up in the head of steam. Um, now, both both uh, the watch party and the meadow, the Bears game and the Fulton's game, there's a few of us ended up in the head of steam, and it's, it's right past where we have to walk from the hotel to the box bar. So obviously there was a load of 49er, shirts jerseys walking past that way and the guy that ran that turned around and said look what's going on how often do you do it what we want to do is we want to get you guys in here before you go off to your official venue so if your if your game is on a night which it normally is what they want to do is provide us with a package of cheap food cheap drink to get us all in there for a pre-event which I think would work perfect, especially for the watch party. It means everybody can meet up beforehand if it's a ticket at an event, and we're all guaranteed, aren't we? We can meet up beforehand in the head of steam. We can take advantage of the offer they've got on. We can drink their beer. We can eat their food. We can sit and we can talk because the head of steam's that type of environment where yeah. it's very easy to talk and it's a nice big area as well. Um, obviously, this is going back to, if we go back to Leeds again, but that that came out of the uh, the watch party which kind of surprised us a little bit. Um, and it's a nice surprise to have that we now have options of what we can do both prior to an official 49ers watch event and for one of our 49ers for UK meetups as well. Yeah. See what's good that to come out of it as well, Gareth. So the gridiron guys, 
have been a bit more interactive on Twitter with us. I recorded an episode of Tales from the Bay this morning. I was telling Lee, they actually waited up for me. So it was like 1am California time for them this morning. But they interviewed me at half eight this morning and they've been very keen to get the insight on the watch party. I know Gary interviewed Lee for his channel. And I think the connections that we've made, Nadji, it's opened some doors. Now, I yeah, enjoyed yeah, the head of steam. So, Gareth, you didn't get to come to the head of steam. So, last time we met in the head of steam and we recorded the pod. That's where we did the pod live from the head of steam. And I really enjoyed that element. But you're right, Lee, I think we would have to say to them next time a ticketed event would allay those for you. Because we did arrive in the box. Like I said, me and Andy Hodgson arrived there just after one o'clock. And we were stood with Luke until we left at 10. Now, the bit you didn't enjoy Nadji. I missed out on because I went home. So the loud yeah. music and the disco side. But I mean, we have got... No, some but I mean, like, you know, the, the fact that we couldn't even record a podcast, which we had planned, and it's kind of, it's gateway of the community and we do this for you guys. And the fact that we couldn't do that at an event that was designed for us kind of thing. I think that's kind of the, the perfect example as to what I didn't enjoy about it, but it, it's a lot of negative. It, honestly, I'm nitpicking because the expectation was so high. I, I had a good time. Uh, Gareth, you haven't told us what you, uh, what you thought of it, what you thought of me, because uh, first time meeting me. <laughs> don't be, don't be too harsh, please. I'm not sure that's for public consumption. No, it's been good, it's been good to listen to your, to your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think that was, yeah, the only only disappointment uh, for me was was the fact that I would have liked more opportunity to to chat to people without having to shout so much after the game yeah. it would have been nicer if if we'd been able to have a little bit of a chill out space maybe our own little space where we could have mixed and and you know, met the other faithful but i think you know if they were they were offering us the uh levi stadium um the full american experience with uh with all the chants and uh and sourdough sam you haven't mentioned the uh okay. energy of uh, a very sweaty i think sourdough sam yeah uh, probably yeah. um and you know that's that's all part of it that's what they promised that's what's been uh delivered i think yeah it would have been great just to have a little bit more time obviously if uh if it had been a bit closer maybe i'd have been up earlier um, and you get that build-up chance, the the build-up, you'd have more chance as people arrive in ones and twos to to actually kind of um, sit down and actually have a good chat and maybe actually try and remember some names of people who uh, uh, who I met for the first time. Um, because after the game, with the volume and, uh, uh, well, volume of sound and, and volume of refreshment, um, it wasn't <laughs> the, uh, uh, the best time. Um, but I, th- I think certainly for me, it was it was mixing with the other UK faithful, which was uh, uh, the best part of it for me. All the other sort of stuff was was the, the dressing and going on around. And I think yeah. I've, uh, um, as, as, as you said, Nanji, if it, if it hadn't had some of that other stuff, if we'd just met with the faithful, um, I think I'd have probably enjoyed the uh, the event just as much. Um, but that's part and parcel of it. And, and of course, we all got some free swag. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I did go in full on social media promotion mindset, Gareth. Um, Wayne Humphrey, I just want to say a massive thank you for mm-hmm. the photographs. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. The, Amazing the light, work. The, the lighting in the box was terrible for anyone mm-hmm. with an iPhone. So all your selfies were horrific. You will chuckle, gents. I did try to get a selfie with everybody that came, but I quickly gave that up because my phone battery was going to die. So that shows you how many people we had through the doors. 
Um, and I also just think before we, we finish off, Gareth, there is a few thank yous to throw out there. I mean, we had Chrissy, the content creator mm. from who travelled over from Italy with her fiance. Yeah. You know, Keita travelled, as I mentioned before, 4am from Brighton. I know yourself travelled up with JPEP Law. People travelled from far and wide. And I can't say thank you to everybody individually, but I would just like to say thank you to everybody that came. All the messages I've had after, Lee's probably had the same messages. It does mean a lot. And the 49er faithful UK is just going from strength to strength. And I'm just so happy to be a part of it. Yeah, same. Maybe more thanks. Oh, well, a couple more thoughts. I was I was very impressed with uh, uh, Joe Nedney. I think yeah. he took a lot of time out to... Uh, to chat to people, had time for their selfies and a little bit of a discussion. I have seen a sort of, uh, you know, famous person at an event before, uh, and and sometimes they haven't been that engaging when it's not their uh, moment in the spotlight. Whereas I think he he took the time out, and he's obviously travelled far. And I think he genuinely, as as you said from his uh, uh, chat with you, Paul, I think it, there was a genuine genuine affection there for the fans, yeah. and I think there was a surprise as well that it. He, it was bigger and and perhaps more uh, more energy perhaps than he maybe expected. Um, I don't know if that's true, but um, I thought he was a he was an absolute credit to the organisation, um, and it was a real pleasure to see him make the uh, make the long journey over. Uh, I think yeah, and I was I was hugely impressed with with Nick Clark. Um, I know he's he's working. Um, and did a huge amount of organisation. If any of you have ever worked on an event, or or if you'll know exactly what it's like, and if you haven't, you can look at it and think, oh, I bet he's busy. I bet there's something for him to do all the time. Um, it's not true. There's ten things to do all of the time, and as soon as you get one done, there's another and another and another. Um, and I, I thought Nick's uh, sort of energy uh, and enthusiasm throughout the game, and the fact that even though he was busy. He would stop, he would listen, he'd have a selfie and then, you know, without being rude or, uh, you know, dismissive of anyone, you know, he'd, he'd sort of manage to crack on with his work and do what he needed to do without being, uh, you know, rude or, or brusque in any way. Uh, um, he must have had a good night's sleep after that, I think, and it was well deserved. So um, hopefully the, uh, everyone in Santa Clara knows what an absolute credit he is. And the work that he does, because I thought just watching, uh, he did uh, an amazing job at the event. Nah, totally echo that. Couldn't we have, reached, more, yeah. we have yeah. reached out to him and told him that he, he is active on social media. I just want to say as well, Lee, I'm loving that all four of us got a photograph together. And yeah, yeah it's a really good gents, photo. You are going to yeah, see that photo one. quite a lot because I am going to use it to promote. Um, John Chapman sent me a message earlier today, Lee, saying that the photo was fantastic. He loves our community. And I've had people from the States already reach out and ask where they can get the flags. So yeah. that, again, is just showing the reach that we've had. And I've actually tried to temper some of the tweets. I went a bit overdrive on Monday and I've slowed it down a little bit. But I would say as well, um, Lee Fitzjohn, did a, a, a great job, Lee, putting the footage from Sky Sports in the group. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, a lot of us that were there on Sunday couldn't watch Sky, so it was interesting watching it back. Yeah, definitely. And just, just to go back to uh, Gareth's point about um, hoping that people over in Santa Clara know what a great job that Nick Clark does, I'm going to make sure they do. Good. I'm going to make sure yeah, they know yeah, I, what yeah, an excellent job he does. He's outstanding in what he does. and yes. I, I, especially, I agree with the the fact that he 
despite him and he's working there's no two ways about it yeah. he's actually working um he takes the time to go and see as many people as he can and and then his uh his stadium noise during the game was very on point um he took the time to explain to some some Leeds fan how it worked and he had the patience to go around and and even came and talked to me a, a half time a little bit we talk about a bit more football uh and uh, and QB uh, I think it was it with you uh, Gareth yeah I think it was with you we talk we talked Jimmy G um so yeah I, you know it's it's very hard to do and he's very good at it so uh yeah thanks Nick I think we also did quite well as I said Nancy we were an extension of what they needed on the night and I think Lee set the tone at the start of this uh, podcast Gareth where we have worked closely with them and that has been reciprocated they've included us They've not made us feel like just fans that they were throwing a token gesture. Lee's had quite a lot of input in this. And I am glad you're going over, Lee, in a couple of weeks. And I'm looking forward to seeing all the selfies. And Ali Dickin as well, Gareth, she reached out the next day. She asked if we could get the footage off Sky Sport for her. I said we could. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with all the footage they got. Because you'll remember on the night, there was quite a few people wandering around with cameras. Yeah. So a few of yeah. us got interviewed. Um, not sure who that was for, Gareth, but a few of us on the night got interviewed. And I was just, despite the result, Madge, it was just awesome to see our, I say, little group get our moment in the sun and yeah. long may it continue. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And there's a thing, especially having Sky Sport there and showing that these kind of things are possible. Maybe we'll get less of this patronizing soccer vibe to to the football community with you know every time the nfl is around where the people that actually follow the, the game or play the game or are, are have you know this decent knowledge on the game don't feel like they're treated like this fringe people and maybe that can grow and people can realize oh i'm i'm not the only one actually enjoying the sports and watching it seriously and not just because it's pretty shiny helmets and uh, it's this thing from a far land see that, that, that I can never see uh, uh, for real you know there's this weird media vibe every time they talk football here mm. uh, and hopefully this kind of night can you know kickstart kind of a better attitude towards that because I for one am kind of fed up of, of, of these but uh, yeah it, it'll take time before there's more of us than there is uh, soccer fans mm. <laughs> I've got uh, I've got a few more thank yous um, at risk of this sounding like a, an Oscar ceremony. Um, I think it's, I think it's worth mentioning that the people at the box in Leeds did a good job. Absolutely. Uh, the, bar, the bar staff kept us well fed and well refreshed. Um, and uh, a few of us spent quite a lot of time talking to the to the door staff and they made us all feel uh, very welcome um, and made us uh, you know understand that this is this is your event. You're organised. You're the priority here today as far as the uh, sort of door staff were concerned. So uh, I doubt they're going to hear it, but I think uh, um, it is worth mentioning a thank you to them. Um, and there, there are there are two people who have been forgotten, and I think that's, uh, or at least not mentioned, and I think that's the the efforts of you, Paul, uh, and and Lee. I think there's every other fan base, as, as you know from social media, has, has not got anything like uh, we have with the Niner Faithful. You can look at other Facebook groups and it's, you know, there's a couple of hundred members and maybe a post every couple of weeks, something like that. Whereas uh, I think the efforts of you two, certainly over the last couple of years and, and Lee 
before that in in building a fan community um have been hopefully rewarded and recognized by all the people who came out um and hopefully a lot of the people who we know would have wanted to come but uh for various reasons weren't able to make the event um and i think that is is testament to the to the hours of work that you put in because social media never rests um, and as lee said at the beginning there was a lot of work um taking time out of your day to to speak to uh the marketing people to speak to the niners organization to make sure that their event went as well as it could do so i uh, i didn't want to let that pass without uh recognizing the efforts of of certainly paul and lee cheers gareth much appreciated well, I think that and that's on behalf of pretty much everyone, I, I would think the people I spoke to. And I, w- I would like to thank uh, everyone who spoke to me with with kind words about the podcast. Um, yeah, it's I'm quite sorry. humbling to know that there's people actually looking forward to it, people enjoying it. Um, yeah. And it isn't just the handful of, of people we know quite well. It's people who've come to the group more recently, people we hadn't met for the first time. Um, and that was uh, it was very nice. Um, yeah. to hear some kind words about the uh, uh the podcast well a kind yeah, word me to my face you don't want to know what they said about you three but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it, it, and apologies if all we can say is thank you it's it's still very surreal when people tell me that kind of i still can't quite believe that people yeah. are coming to thank me for doing something i enjoy doing uh it's just yeah it's really cool uh so yeah thank you for listening and thank you for the feedback. Uh, what they did, what they told me about you, Gareth, was uh, different. I think, uh, I think <laughs> they're trying to build us up against each other here. I don't know what's yeah, going yeah. on. <laughs> so, lads, anything else before I wrap it up? Uh, Nothing from me, uh, Matt. No. no Looking forward to the to the next one. Oh, lo- loads of people have asked when the next one is, which I think is gives it even more credit to the yeah yeah, but it just gives even more credit to the success of of the two that have been and i think because they were in quick succession um people are thinking like this something happens quite often but no we usually do this once a year uh, and then obviously twice this year with the watch party being added on top Uh, so yeah the next one will be the super bowl annual party which is usually in newcastle um because that's where he lives <laughs> and that's where that's where it happens no no i mean it's you know that's where it happens right and yeah, um, don't live in i, I know you don't live in newcastle yeah sorry apologies the, the, i don't actually know where you live sunderland um just south, just, just south of sunderland um, no, and the, the reason it's in newcastle is because originally um when it's it was quite area. a small meetup yeah um, when, when we were only getting like a dozen people 15 people the vast majority of those people were actually from the northeast, yeah, which yeah, is why we thought, well, if we're going to have two a year, then we'll make one in the northeast. No, because, and I, yeah. I think it's I think it's a good thing to have one established one that's every year at the same place, and uh, because if it's every year at the same place, it's easier to plan for. If that's yeah. what you want to go and do, it's a Super Bowl, it's in it's in a Grosvenor's Casino, or maybe a new place if we get new partnerships. Uh, but it's in an office somewhere, Newcastle or Gateshead or. Send around or something like that. So yeah. uh, that'll be the next one. And then the next faithful UK one will be next year. Uh, hopefully we can have more six o'clock game to choose from because uh, we only had two this year. But uh, yeah, that's what's going to happen. I was just going to say, Naji, Tracy, when she listens back to this, is about to fall off the chair because I've promised her there's no more before the Super Bowl <laughs> meet-up. So echoing Gareth's kind words. It's very easy, Gareth, when, like Naji said, you're doing something that you love. Lee, 
deserves all the credit. Lee is a top mm-hmm. guy. He's one of my best friends. We talk a lot about a lot of things. And I'm just humbled, Gareth, that he turned over the social media. And we have got that community spirit that I love. And Nadji, I still can't get used to people coming into the bar, shaking my hand, knowing who I am. And then yeah. <laughs> it was just, I would have loved to have spent more time the four of us. So at the next yeah. meet, yeah, me I am looking forward to that. But the photo that Wayne got is 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 up there. I, I cherish yeah, it. And it, it, I think it was great for people to see the four of us together. So on that note, Gareth, thank you for your kind words and it's much appreciated. That's it. So I'll wrap up. The best team in the NFL deserves the best fans. I think Nick and his team put on an awesome event and I'm pretty confident that he can report back to Santa Clara and say that the UK faithful are the best NFL franchise based in the UK. NFL fan franchise based in the UK. And I don't think it's even close. So until the next meetup, go Niners. Bang bang nana gang. We love the San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted. One and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick. We're all students of Bill Walsh. Don't ever forget.